0: Welcome back to another episode of the JC3 Show with your host, Trey Collins, coming to you from beautiful South Texas. We hope everyone is staying safe from the coronavirus and this craziness. And I also hope that everyone is yielding orders to their government and President Trump and their state local officials as well. Because one way or another, we are going to beat this and we are going to see the light at the end of the tunnel, which I think is at the sooner rather than later. And I also think that we're closer than ever before to start getting back to regular activity. President Trump even said it himself that we're starting phase one to opening the economy again, which is great news, and there's no setbacks within 14 days. Then we'll go to phase two, where we'll start seeing a lot more bars opening, uh, restaurants, churches, stuff like that. So we are starting to see light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm praying for everything, and I hope you are too, because this world without sports is crazy, and that's what I'm going to get into right now. Let's talk a little bit about sports or non-sports as it stands right now. NBA canceled their season, about 15, 16 games left in the season. What Adam Silver should do, and I think it would be smart, if he just go ahead and cancel a regular season also, and just whoever the top eight teams from each league were, go ahead and make that your playoff teams because it's still going to be a phenomenal playoffs within itself. You're probably still going to have the Clippers versus Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, and you're probably going to have Milwaukee versus Boston or – uh, Toronto Raptors, which would have been fun to watch, see how Jason Tatum and those boys from the Boston Celtics, those young bucks, who have proven that they can go to the uh, win big games without a great superstar, and Jason Tatum is starting to become a superstar of his himself. So saying all that, it, then also would have been fun saying Nick Nurse, how he do the X's and O's against uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks, and Milwaukee Bucks are they still hungry from last year's disappointment from not reaching the uh, conference final game? So, it's going to be interesting to watch. The Western Conference was pretty already much the Clippers versus the uh, Lakers for the Western Conference Final. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, unless of barring any kind of injury. But the Eastern Conference Final uh, playoffs were going to be so fun to watch because you had what Philadelphia Sixers team was going to show up. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, even though they lost Kyrie Irving, there's going to be a tough eight uh, out. Uh, Miami Heat, the... Eric Spoelstra for the I Miami mean, he's doing a great job with them and not having a with Jimmy Butler and everything like that. So Eastern Conference was more fun to watch this year than the Western Conference. And I think that if Adam Silver was smart, he would just go ahead and cancel the season and just go ahead and start the playoffs, maybe in one venue or two venues where you quarantine the players and without any fans and just go ahead and – just play it out, Uh, maybe do a best two out of three series or whatever the case may be. But this season deserved a championship, a champion, and uh, the fans don't need to be uh, cheated out of that whatsoever. So saying all that, I just think that he needs to go ahead and just do that and bite the bullet and hope the TV, because the TV revenue is going to go bonkers this year after uh, – the court because everyone's getting tired of watching Netflix, tired of watching Ozark, tired of watching reruns, tired of watching these old sports games that everyone already knows the outcome to. Yes. It's fun for once in a while to go back and relive those moments. Yes. I, I even went back and watched the Duke, Maryland, 2001, um, last minute miracle when Duke was down by 10 and I loved every minute of it. And seeing old highlights from like the Steph Curry back in 2015, back to back MVPs. It's fun, but you already know the outcome of all that. We want to see the, what, the future holds and see real live sports in action and if you're baseball you need to do the exact same thing because you probably need to start the season probably july 4th which is probably the perfect time for baseball and this is going to be an answer prayer for major league baseball and probably save uh help them from, from future here on out just because when they start baseball now in march and they play 162 games it's kind of ridiculous because In March, March Madness, Uh, NBA season's winding down, then we got the playoffs, you got the Masters, you got everything, uh, Kentucky Derby, you have everything coming up in the sports world, and no one's really paying attention to baseball. And then summer starts, and everyone's doing their summer plans, where 4th of July is about where America, hot dogs, stuff like that. And it'll prove that you don't need 162 games for a Major League Baseball, and you can still cash in that revenue, from TV game, from regional markets, from uh, stadiums filling out because people in the summertime are going to go out more after 4th of July than they will in April when it's cold in Boston and New York and uh, rainy all the time because spring is a lot of rain in a lot of these cities, and especially in Seattle and stuff like that. So I think it's a blessing in disguise for Major League Baseball. needs to go ahead and do that. They need to go ahead and just start July 4th and maybe do – divisional games or just a couple um uh, what the NFL does uh play the AL East and the NL East and then that's it, and then switch it out every other year just like the NFL does with the AFC and NFC scheduling. So saying all that, I think that's what they need to do. I think they just need to go ahead and just start on July 4th. Um football does not need to worry. There's talk about them canceling Kirk Herbstreit. It pissed me off the high end because he Said that football might be canceled this year in college, which is ridiculous because I don't think this a, a pandemic is going to last that long. And then if we do have a, a sequel of this pandemic. I think that what we'll, President Trump and everyone, all the physicians and doctors and everybody else will have a cure for this. So saying all that, I just think that NFL and college football are in the clear of all this, and I do think that we will have a regular season. And I hope to God that there's not they're not postponing or canceling because we can't go through a whole nother fall without any sports or anything in that nature. Because God only knows how much times we can watch the New England Patriots win a Super Bowl eight times. Because we've seen that show, we've seen it's a, we've seen that show, we've seen everything about what that is, and it's boring. And we just need to go ahead and just play it all out because I'm in the mindset of, yes, Corona, it's it's a scary thing. But at the same time, so is this flu. So is everything else. God is in control and only God can control his destiny. So me saying all this, I just think you just need to live your life and live it to the highest extent. So saying all that, I think that's what every sports league should do right now. I think that the uh, Major League Baseball needs to start July fourth. I think NBA needs to cancel our season, go ahead and start in the playoffs, and then also the NFL, college football do not need to uh, delay anything whatsoever. I think they're doing a great thing with what the draft because the draft is what is this week, and it's not. It's going to be teleconference ap- apparently, and I think that's fine. Just because I don't think we need to see people walk across the stage to get their jersey and stuff like that. Yes, it sucks for the players. We're going to be the, like uh, Joe Burrow, who's going to be the first overall pick, just to walk on stage and uh, see that number one. It's probably a lifelong dream. Of but yeah, he's still going to get multi-million dollars, so it's not going to affect him that much. So we're still going to get the draft. We're still going to get some extra sports in. But let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead and start the Major League Baseball July Fourth playoff. Start in basketball, and we'll be ready to rock and roll when this pandemic ends. I'm so excited. um Let me shift gears to a little bit, and I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing every week my top five in each position: football, basketball, whatever the case may be. And this week, I want to do my top five shooting guards. Um, Uh, not shooting guards, my top five shooters of NBA history of all time. And if you have a chance, argue with me. You know where to find me on Facebook. uh, Email jcallis2402 at gmail.com. But let's not waste any more time. I want to get you to my top five. Number five, I have uh, Ray Allen. Now, you got to remember, Ray Allen hit that clutch three against the San Antonio Spurs in game six to save LeBron James and a a championship for the Miami Heat, uh, knocking down that dagger three in the corner but that guy can get hot with any other uh, any other superstar in the league, and he was a lethal shooter when he was on fire. Number four, I also got um, Dale Curry. Del Curry was a heck of a shooter back in the 80s and 90s. That guy was a uh, – I mean, sorry, the 90s. That guy was a straight-up uh, shooter. He can pull up just like his son, and we'll get to him in a minute. But Dale Curry at number four with the Charlotte Bobcats and – all those uh, he was just an amazing watch three-point just a stroke that he had it was just pure joy to watch him shoot from the three and number uh three we got Reggie Miller I mean how can you The probably the best shooter to never win a championship because that boy can get hot at any time any moment just ask the New York Knicks whenever they did the Spike Lee choke job you know what I'm saying so Reggie Miller at number 3, At number 2 is Clay Thompson. That guy can he scored 37 points in one quarter. Um he can get hot just as fast and he he only needs a second to as soon as he catches the ball's out of his hands. I've never seen a pure shooter like that. It, it's amazing to watch his stroke, his the way he just makes everything look so easy. And then at number 1 his splash brother is Steph Curry. Steph Curry can pull it from 50, 70, whatever the case may be, and he practices those shots. But man, in our lifetime, we have not ever seen a shooter like Steph Curry. And what a! I just think that he's changed the game to what it is today. And I think it's for the better. I know it's a lot of three-pointers. I know a lot of people miss the big men in the elbows back and forth. But I'm more of this finesse, fast-taste type of guy. No 24-second shot clock. Um, just shoot it, get it over. But Steph Curry makes it look easy from half court and from anywhere on the court. So hats off to you, Steph Curry. You're my number one uh, shooting guard of all time. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for me today. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. I hope that everyone staying safe out there. I'm praying for y'all. I'm praying that we get some sports back in our lives. And I'm praying that God has blessed you in every way, in every way, shape and form. Until next time, guys, peace out.